welcome back to The Perspective. I'm Ethan Michael, and your hosts for the evening are Jenna Belk and Rain Buck. Jenna, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. And how about you, Brian? Oh, I'm doing all right. Uh, excited about these calls we have lined up for tonight. Me too. We have some good ones already, which is a plus. And, you know, this is the show where each and every week people call in to talk about their supernatural claims, belief in aliens, conspiracy theories, anything like that. Uh, and we do our best to lend a compassionate ear and uh, you know, ask them good questions. Uh, anyways, to talk about fallacies, Jenna, or by the way, for those that don't know, we got brain bug on Ethernet now, and I can already see the difference. I don't know <laughs> Brian, but it's like perfect now. There's no skipping. I love it. Yes, it's much better. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Brian, what's your favorite fallacy? Well, uh, you know, when you told me about this, my original, and I, and I responded to you, I was like, uh, my, it's the appeal to mystery. But as the more I looked into that fallacy, it's not. It's kind of a pseudo fallacy because it's actually an extension of an the uh, appeal to ignorance or argument from incredulity uh, because it, it it is a subset that would mean uh, it's, whereas with the argument from incredulity, you say we don't know or uh, when you appeal to mystery, it's something we can't know. It's something along the lines of, Oh, God works in mysterious ways or it's God's will or something along those lines. Okay. That's the appeal to mystery. It's, it's something that mankind cannot know. And you just have to accept that. That's a good one. Uh, what about you, Jenna Belk? Um, I would say that one of the final straws when I was like becoming an atheist was um, the last fallacy that had me. But but what about this was the ad populum. Just, just considering how many people, especially how many people I knew, believed this stuff. I was like, well, how can it not be true? So I wish I would have thought of the, the uh, uh, actual the fallacy that turned me. I don't know if it is a fallacy. So what the last thing that changed my mind was when someone uh, had said, I don't know, uh, isn't a good reason to believe in God. Meaning like, I don't know, therefore, or what else could it be? Therefore, God. That's is incredulity. That, oh, okay. Well, then there, that's the fallacy that I used for that's, many years to justify. Actually, life. that might be the subset I just did. They appeal to mystery because I don't, uh, you, know, you know, saying I don't know, therefore God is basically appealing to this mysterious force that's behind everything that we right. can't know about. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Are you both ready to get to our callers? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. I am going to hop off screen. But before I do that, I'd like to bring on our first caller. Theodore, you are on with Jenna and Brian. How are you? How are you all doing? Doing great. We're doing all right, Theodore. Cool. Good. Can you hear me? Good. I can you hear you great? You're coming in clear. All right. All right. Um, um, should, should I, I just, just jump, jump into, into what, what I want to talk about, or? Yeah. Uh, he yeah. says that you're a naturalist that want to talk about what happens after we die. I don't know what how you define naturalist, so maybe we could start with that. Okay. Um, naturalism is a worldview that rejects everything supernatural, okay. like souls and supernatural afterlives and uh, ghosts and gods and uh, things like that. Okay. So, um, so what do you think happens after we die? Excuse me. Sorry. Go ahead. 
Yeah. Elaborate. We're ready. Okay. So after we die, I hold that we utterly cease to exist. It's our complete extinction that our consciousness as an individual ceases to exist. And um, we just turn into mud or whatever and get recycled. Physically, we get recycled, but in the mind ceases as well and all your memories are deleted um and so my claim well what i i think that if it is true that we cease to exist the only thing left are the consciousnesses that do exist and those oh, oh, that um, are born after can you can, before we move forward after you cease to before before we move forward, can you define the consciousnesses? Because I, 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 my definition doesn't separate those from the mind that we've already acknowledged is going to cease and be erased. So, can you separate? Show me what where the separation is there. Uh, consciousness is a function of the brain. It is one could say that it is caused by the the living brain. It is. Um, what we would refer to as experience. Okay, so it's a, it's a function of the brain. It's a uh, it is derived from the brain. So after the brain's gone, how uh, how is that left? I guess is, is my question because we we already said you know the body's you know turned to you know rotted away, uh, turned to dust. So how do we so? Since there's no right. brain and so, no mind, go ahead. Right. So, so imagine that you completely cease to exist, and you're gone. Your consciousness has ended. But then there is a an organism, a conscious organism, born sometime after you've ceased to exist. Now, its consciousness is what follows yours because what so what is that what is this conscious organism it could be anything like another human or a dog or a cat or a cow or a giraffe or whatever it's it's just as long as it comes to exist after you at some point after you've ceased to exist it has no connection to the one that died its birth does not depend on anyone's death it's just a matter of which consciousness is, is which consciousness versus. Um, that depends on your definition of reincarnation, because everyone means something different whenever they say reincarnation. So I, I try to not use that word. So, so you say that these two things are not the 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 second form of consciousness is not dependent on the first one. Then why do you think that they're Correct. it's dependent? What, what is why the do you think that they're dependent on each other at all? What, yeah. What? What? Why are you assuming not, that there is not, any kind of connection at all? There's no dependence, and there's no connection. But it is about so after after I cease to exist, there will be new consciousnesses coming into the universe. Correct. I don't know what that means. Um, basically, as, there will continue to be. Yeah, as long as there's there will brains, continue to, uh, what's and, that? And 
as long as there's brains, but then we get into a whole uh, mess of, uh, you know, which, where do we draw the line on what, what's conscious, uh, you know, is a plant conscious? Uh, what about a dog or a, a, a honeybee? So you get into kind of a, a weird area there once we start making these attributions. Uh, maybe So that's why I was wanting to define what you meant when you said consciousness early and said a function, it's a function of the brain or the mind. Uh, so where, where are the limits on that? Could, and if we can, if this is, you know, passed on to, uh, after we die to another organism, would that be like a, a reincarnation? You know, I know you don't like to use that word, but would that be like a bee or could, could you come back as a, uh, you know, algae uh, where, what is, what is within these criteria? Well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be me coming back as anything. It would just be a chronological um, series of uh, consciousnesses that are emergent properties of brains. Um, so what is the connection between them at all? That's where I'm confused. Why are you assuming that these two consciousness are in any way associated with each other? They're not associated with each other. Okay. Um, so organisms are born, they have consciousness and they die. And then more organisms are born and have consciousness and die. Is that, that's, we're with you there. Yeah, that, that I'm fine. I'm yeah. totally fine. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. And so because of that, after I cease to exist, that means my end will be followed by some other new consciousnesses beginning. Um, so are you assuming, if you're assuming that the cycle, the cycle of life is not dependent on you, then I'd say I agree. Yeah, I mean, that new okay. consciousness will yeah, come into yeah, existence with or without you passing. Right. It it doesn't, it would continue whether or not I died or whatever happened to oh, me, right. it would still continue without me. So what, so, so, so correct me if I'm wrong, you're saying that after I die, someone else will be born. Yes. I'm okay, okay I can't with that. Argue with so, that. <laughs> therefore, what's that? I can't argue with that at yeah. all. I have I have no reason to believe that no human will ever be born again. <laughs> I think that that'd be a, kind of like a level of solipism uh, to say that, you know, after I cease to exist, everything ceases or something like that. Uh, maybe that kind of ideology, but most people I think are okay with that uh, from a totally naturalistic point of view that we will you know, that we'll, we'll die and our consciousness will die and that new people will be born and they'll have consciousnesses of their own and new organisms all over the planet at least. Yeah, that would go pretty pretty much along right. with this, what we've seen so far, how life works. But right. let, I want to make this one main point is that because I will cease to exist, it will be followed by yet another individual conscious experience after mine. It won't, it won't as be opposed as if, to, uh, excuse me, as opposed to, what are you contrasting that with? What, what, um, well, a lot of people, like some people look forward to death as being a, finally they'll be at peace and they'll experience some kind of black void of peace and like silence and stuff like that. But what I'm saying negates that. What I'm saying is they should not anticipate there being peace after death or some kind of non-experience after death. It, what I'm saying is 
there will be yet another individual experience of yet another individual consciousness via one of the organisms born after I've ceased to exist. I don't understand why we're tying these two consciousnesses together in the same statement at all. Like I understand after you die that there's no reason to think that there's anything that happened that, that you can experience after you die separately. Right. I, I can understand that. I think that people will be born and have their own experiences. I don't understand why these two are in or even why you, I don't, I'm still not clear on what relationship you're claiming that they have because you're still right. not connected. Uh, so it's just one consciousness born lives its life and dies, and then another consciousness born lives its life and dies. It sounds pretty naturalistic to me, uh, and I don't think that that there's that there's an, much uh, you know contention there as to to what happens. Okay, uh, let me ask you this: If you knew that tomorrow you it wasn't going to be you, but there was going to be the experience of being a, a baby cow born somewhere in a farm somewhere. And that experience was that baby cattle having it being separated from its mother and then put into a cage. And then that was the experience that was happening tomorrow instead of the experience of being uh, Jenna or um, Brian, it is then the experience of being a cattle. You know experience what I'm saying? Experience happening to to who? So so I experience being Jenna. I can't I can't whether I'm still alive or whether I'm dead. I still can't experience what it's like to be a cow being taken away from its mother. It has nothing to do with me. Right. It won't. Right. It won't be you having that experience, but it will be the experience at that point in time that is going on. Well, you're the, assuming uh, that there the, is an experience that, that I can have that's not my experience? Yeah, because you would say, like, wake up. And be, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you yeah, off. In the very same way that you woke up uh, upon your onset of consciousness whenever you were uh, after some point after you were born, I'm saying that that same thing will happen again. You will have no memories of any, any previous uh, organisms lives because you're completely new at your birth. Right. Okay. So it seems like there's a, there's like a, a like a transfer situation that you're talking about here. Trans transcending or so like there's a, would be something going from, from being in me to being in the, in, in a cow or whatever being born. So what is that? If you said you don't believe in a soul, what is that that you think is being transferred? You say consciousness. Well, but that, you've, you've allotted that consciousness is attached to a mind. When the mind rots, the consciousness goes with it. So, um, Well, in the very same way that you didn't exist, but then whenever you came to exist, that that is when the brain your brain started producing consciousness that happens. What I'm saying is that happens again, there will be, you know, a brain didn't exist, but then it coming into existence is what caused that current experience. And there are only the experiences that do exist. Right. I think that I can only experience what I experience. I don't think that there is an experience of mine that is separate from me. I, I agree with that. 
I agree. I agree with that. Um, and I don't think that I can experience something for something else either. No. I think that no, you, I take my consciousness. You'll, you'll be completely gone. So you'll be completely gone. But why? what will be occurring at that point in time is one of the consciousnesses that is existing. There are only the consciousnesses that do exist. So whether and I so exist tomorrow is, or not, there may be a cow being born and then taken away from its mom and locked from a cage tomorrow with or without me. I can still be here and that can right. happen and I cannot be here anymore and that can happen. So I'm curious, what does one Correct. have to do with the other at all? Um, well, they don't have anything to do with each other organically. They, the only thing they have to do with each other is both exist. So um, what is that? So what are we talking about? Currently here, so I'm trying to finish. One is currently existing, but one will be existing at the point in time after you no longer exist. And so, unless that it dies is at the same time, the I next die. one will follow. What's that? I'm I'm sorry, I'm really lost. Is it, so, is this? Are you talking about on some kind of metaphysical plane? I, that that no. Yeah, you said it's, you're not talking about them organically. Then what are you talking about? Yeah, then? that's. When you said or not organically, that's kind of where. Um, what what I'm talking about is brains causing consciousness, and I, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little lost here because, uh, let me see. So, so do you? Okay, here here's a thought experiment that I use sometimes to explain this. So, okay. imagine that there. Imagine that there is no life in the universe whatsoever. There is no conscious experience whatsoever. And then a single organism comes to exist, and now its experience is the only experience there is, period. It is the only experience there is. So it would be that experience that is going on right now instead of yours. Unless I then am born and then exist and then you're born and all these other people that I've met are born and they all exist at the same time. I don't see what that I don't I don't I still don't understand where you're going with this. I'm sorry. Well, you're correct. But um, where I'm going with this is that we should not anticipate uh, non experience after death. We should very much anticipate yet another onset of consciousness after we die. And the relevancy of that is that we need to cultivate kindness in the universe because after we die, there's going to be yet another experience of where, of, where is uh, that consciousness housed after consciousness we die? Body. I'm Did sorry. You, what was where, that? Where well, is that? I, sorry. Uh, where is that consciousness housed after we die, after our body decays or whatever? Uh, Where's I'm it? Not, I, are you're not saying that the con our consciousness lives on. You're saying that consciousness in general lives on, not ours. Correct. Yes, correct. Okay, well, I'm I'm okay with that because as long as there's conscious life forms, there's going to be consciousness that's going to continue to exist. Yeah. So I would completely agree with you that after I die, people will still go on living. I am not going to argue with that. 
And there is definitely, that is a good reason for me to try to be a good person, to try to be an example of being a good person, to try to influence others to be good people. Because regardless of whether I am here experiencing these good people or not, someone will be. Let's leave them a good world. Right. And one of those someones that will be, will be the experience, the individual experience that will follow the current experience. When you say the, what what do you mean by, why are you using that word at all instead of like a? Um, I'm trying to make it more visceral. Why? Because I want it to be like, just as real as your experiences right now, that it will be just another first person experience that comes after this one is over. But what if it is just another experience that comes after this one is over? What if that's all it is? And that, that doesn't make it any less real, does it? Uh, So we agree. Yeah. It, yeah, I agree with what you just said. Um, Yeah. It'll be just another experience of conscious, consciousness in somewhere in the universe. Um, I guess guess what I'm going to ask is, do you feel that we pat that we're passing on something to this next level of consciousness from ourselves or is there, or are we contributing to that? Cause if not, then yeah, I I don't disagree with anything you've said so far. As long as you're not, as long as the claim isn't that uh, a piece of us or some part of, of our being as a, as a life form, as a conscious being, is passed on to another generation after we die. As long as that's not the claim you're making, I don't, I don't find anything to argue with here. And it's not that we're just looking for things to argue with. It's just that this shows, you know, about supernatural claims. Yeah. Yeah. Super conspiracies, uh, woo, all kinds of stuff like that. And so I just don't, I don't find the woo. Okay. Um, yeah. To address, um, the question, uh, yeah, nothing of me will continue after I die. Uh, my consciousness will be completely extinguished. Right. I completely agree with you. Do do you feel like we have helped you (laughs) clarify your position at all or have we made it more confusing? Um, I find that it is a very difficult concept to convey. And so I was wondering, would I be able to plug my video? Um, I mean, well, like I said, I, I don't see anything supernatural about what you're claiming. So I, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I don't think there's any. You can put your video. Uh, well, I guess you wouldn't be able to put it in the, in the live chat. Where are, you, where are you watching us from? Are you watching us on Facebook? Are you watching us on YouTube? Uh, I'm actually not watching right now. I'm just oh. on my phone sitting here in my living room by myself. <laughs> okay. cool. Thanks for chatting. That was fun. All right. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know that. Uh, yeah, that maybe uh, give that some thought, and if you find something uh, about it that you think we might be engaging for us, give us a call back. But we uh, we do have some callers lined up, so uh, thank you for calling, Theodore. Yeah, thanks. All right, you're welcome. It's it's called Nothingness After Death Debunked. That's the name of the video. Okay, thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank.
Nothingness after death debunked. That would assume that there is something. Oh, he's saying there is life after death. I see. Yeah, but life does continue, and I'm, I, I <laughs> don't argue with that. That's been... Just not mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, I think next we have uh, uh, Mitch. Mitch is, looks like who we have coming up next. Hi. Hey, Mitch. Uh, good to, good to talk to you. Uh, Hi, Mitch. Likewise, and uh, so, I uh, I understand. Start with just... Go ahead, go ahead. We're we're listening. You oh, go I'm ahead. Sorry. I'm just get a hang of it. Okay, that's all. Okay, uh, a little bit, a little bit low. I I, I don't know. Sure, maybe I'm, maybe it's my volume on my end. Does he sound soft to you, Jenna? Sounds a little soft. If you could possibly turn up the volume on your phone just a tiny bit, or better now. Yes, yes. that's better. All right. Cool. So, all right. So, let me just give you a little bit of background of myself. I wasn't an excellent student growing up. I did manage to get myself into New York University. I studied clinical psychology, early childhood development. I did leave that school early. I didn't, I wasn't comfortable with what my, I was studying. To be honest with you, it was one of the most depressing fields. I thought I would go in it saving the world, and I didn't know who was going to save me. So I went into the world after college um, trying to make my way. And I had this experience. And this experience is as honest and as clear as I can give it to you. Um, this is what happened. So it started on a Saturday. I was extremely tired that day. I was roughly 19. I was 19 years old. Um, I get home. And my parents are cooking. They're in the kitchen. They're making something. It's about 5 o'clock. Quarter two, I walked in the house. I said, I, say, I asked them what they're doing. They said, we're making dinner. We'll be ready in about a half hour or so. I said, okay, I'm going to go upstairs, get changed, and lay down. So I lay down in my bed. And I feel, I'm laying down. I have this weird sensation. And I didn't know what it was. It almost felt like a low blood sugar or something to that nature bit jittery, woozy, tired. Odd feeling. Then I feel as if my, and I started to get a little nervous because it felt as if my ceiling in my room was up against my face to the point where I had to turn my head to fit in the space between my bed and the ceiling. Keep in mind, I don't do drugs, okay? I know that's on a lot of people's minds. That's not my thing. I don't drink alcohol. I haven't drank in since high school, literally, high school parties. I'm not a drinker. So I turn my head, and the next thing I know, I go out. Next thing I know, the lights come back on. But I realize I can't move. My head is stuck straight, looking straight, and I'm up against a wall. Now, for you to understand or image what I'm about to say, I want you to focus on this. Now, focus on a point about three to four feet away from you. Now, imagine that that is the only place you can focus. So everything else moving into your line of sight is either blurry or out of focus. That was the extent of my um, abilities, was to see within this small uh, aperture, this area of clarity, Every 
which always looks blurry until something moves into your field of view that is where your eyes are focused, right? I just want to leave you with that. So I'm in this, I'm against this wall, and I realize I'm completely nude because I can feel breeze like a draft. I'm like, what is going on right now? Now I'm thinking it's a dream. I'm trying to wake myself up. Nothing happens. I notice in my peripherals, now imagine just staying focused, in my peripherals to my right and to my left, quite a distance away, not my immediate right and left because I can't see that in my field of view, but several faces down, let's say, on both sides, I notice there's silhouettes of other people. Now, I can't make them out too clearly, um, but I know they're there. And I know they have their eyes closed. So here I am laying or standing as if I'm laying, and I cannot move. I can't make much of a sound other than a bit of a grunt, whatever you can do with a normal breathing rhythm and I see coming from left to right a figure so I try to alert this person now mind you at this time I don't even know I have no idea what's going on I'm thinking maybe that's my mother and something is wrong with me I'm really sick maybe you know so I'm trying to alert this person and all I can do is grunt as this person walks past me, they stop, they look at me, they step back, and they now enter my field of view. I can see her as clearly as you could see anything. Beautiful. Now, I'm not saying this like, oh, she's hot. or No, 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 no. She is beautiful. Mathematically perfect. Ideal symmetry. And I'm grunting. I'm like, mm -hmm, trying to make this noise, like to alert. And she looks at me and she says, oh, she looks to her over her right shoulder and she says, this one's awake. And then she looks at me again and she says, my name is Eve. And I'm like, what the, ooh, making this like, ooh, noise, because I can't move my lips. All I can do is, is make that type of noise, like. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty polite, so I probably said something along the line, like, hello, right? Like, ooh, like, and then a man comes into view whom she had signaled, and he pops into my, now into the clear spot where I'm focused, and he is equally beautiful. They look very similar, but again, perfect symmetry. And she says something to him, which I cannot make out. He looks at me. Now, I don't know if that's my own insecurities that I was feeling, but I felt as if at that moment, by his body language and the way he looked and, and looked at me, he was not impressed. He tells her something and then walks away as if he's pushing a cart of some sort, almost like a, like a, I don't know, like a meat cart, almost like a, something to that nature and, and, and moves out of my field of view. She looks at me and she goes, don't worry. She goes, I'm going to give you something. And she turns around to a similar cart that I saw him walk past me with and takes something off of this cart and 
goes to hand it to me. Now, mind you, I'm, I'm stuck. I can't move. And I can only focus in this small little field of view. She goes to hand it to me, so only in a brief second did it pass through a point where I could somewhat see it. But the way it was lit, or the way, like, if your eyes are dilated from the uh, optometrist, you know, blurry, over bright, over oversaturated. You know, it's hard to tell what the image was. And it was a silhouette of something. Almost looked like a horse in the silhouette. It goes directly under my chin, under my field of view, where I can only see her wrists and her forearms. And then I go completely out. Black. The next thing I see is thousands of image almost like i'm sitting an inch away from a projector screen and they're flashing pictures and it felt like in eternity like a long time and they showed me great which i could see and recall what i would say is every image maybe not but i could pretty clearly to this day see every single image that was presented to me then and they showed me planets they showed me weird creatures. They showed me uh, abundance. I saw this, this one place was all gold, like, like it was a solid chunk of gold, like a meteor of gold, like what we've read about in the paper similar. And I started laughing when I saw that article. That there's a meteor of gold, a comet of gold. There's all these different things, basically abundance. Anything you would want from space to Anything you would need is there. Now, I wake up. I'm laying in my bed. I get up, and I'm like, man, that was, that was weird. I come downstairs. I go out of my room. I go downstairs, and there's nothing cooking. I pick up my phone. At this time, it was a Nextel. And I look at my phone. It's 535. So I'm like, where did everybody go? I call my mother. They pick it. They, my mother picks up the phone. And she goes, where were you? I had like 26 missed calls on my phone. I go, what do you mean? I was, in, I was in my bedroom. Where'd you guys go? They tell me, oh, we went up to get you for dinner. You weren't in there. So that night, um, me and your father went down to the beach house. My family has a small house down the shore. She goes, I figured you went out with your how, friends. How many said, hours? Oh, I'm starving. How many hours did you say it was? I'm sorry? How many hours did you say it was? Uh, it, it was only 30. It was only, it was 24 hours and 30 minutes because it was 5.30 on Sunday. I okay. laid down at five, at 5 o'clock on Saturday. So we have some And some my parents had gone then? into the room to wake me up for dinner and I wasn't there. This, so... So, so this is it. Experiences like this um, that have caused you to believe uh, in aliens, correct? Well, that was a bizarre experience, um, and it's not necessarily that I believe in aliens, right? Um, we're aliens. So, to say you don't believe in aliens is to say you don't believe in yourself. We're walking on different rocks and sending probes all over the space. So, obviously. Aliens exist by some definition, right? I'm talking about non-humans. There's no such thing. So 
we are the highest. Yeah, we are. We are the highest order of life form. Uh, There's nothing higher. High. What do you mean by what do you mean by higher? Uh, I'm, just, just to clarify, because uh, highest order. I don't know what that means. Highest order. The highest order. So 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 let's let's look at an ant versus a human. Okay. Right. There's obviously a difference to. in capability cognitively, mm-hmm. both to produce. It really derives around our necessity for comfort. That's the difference right. between us. And okay. Us. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm confused. Are we talking about the, how, like, where on the food chain humans are? Or are, are you talking about a supernatural claim? As, as a life, I, no, I'm talking about as a life form, we are the highest order. Say, uh, so we there, are, there was we a, are the most advanced. There was a old classification system called the chain of being um, with, you know, but it include gods and angels and stuff, but then I had humans and then underneath it, there were animals. And then underneath that, maybe like fungus or, or plants and then fungus uh, down to like uh, microscopic organisms. Is it a, a system like that that you're evoking? Uh, well, yes, correct. In that chain of being, um, we only give God and angel we only put that stuff ahead of us because we know there must be something. We assume there must be something, but we don't know what it is. But so, you don't so, think so there's us anything. having to name everything. Right. For us having to name anything, we just say it's God for the time being. Okay. And so God will always be there because something else we may find a, a more evolved version of our species. What is it received on that chain as a higher order? But, what is it? A, hold on. What, what is it about us that makes you think that we're superior to the ant? Because there's ways that ants are way, way superior to humans. Well, I'm not sure that has anything to do with what we want to talk about, though. Because no, cause yeah, that has, that's a bit off topic from what, what the point I'm trying okay, to Okay, yeah. But, Sorry, I'll, but, I'll yeah, we can discuss, that. We can discuss that because there's a lot of reasons why, right? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'd rather art, talk about why right? you believe Ants in. in... They don't do things because it makes them feel. Yeah, good. sweetheart, love, I, I'm so sorry. I, I, that can be a fun conversation for another day. But uh, today we would like to get to uh, any kind of supernatural claims, any kind of alien experiences. So if you don't believe that aliens exist, then All I'm right, not so sure what we're getting the at. Natural part of it. How's this? If you don't mind me finishing. Since that day. Well, but 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 I've my the reason playing. that we wanted to interrupt a little bit and try to figure out where you're going is because this sounds a little bit like narcolepsy. Um like like uh, or yeah. or something along those lines. So so we can talk about that if if proud. if that's what you're getting at. But if you have a claim about aliens, we'd rather talk about that. Yeah. This is like a Okay, so so that's the event that happened to me, and now I can tell you the changes that have happened to me as a result. So, well, but what is day, what is your what is your what is your point? What is what is the claim that you're trying to back up here? What do you think happened? Uh, yeah, I was I was I was going to get to that, but um, yeah. So to sum that up, what happened is that I was collected. Many of us are collected. Um, almost every single person will be collected at one point or another. What does that mean, um, collected? We are uh, just like we collect animals in, in the Serengeti and we put a tag on them and we check their 
blood and we check that they're healthy and we see where they're going and what they're doing and then we put them back. I've never done that. Uh, well, you know, zoological societies typically do that. But I'm, I, I, I don't know what that has to do with it's us just being an collected. So, so, so we're, we're basically um, human beings, from my understanding of what happened to me, um, it are, is, it's like a game preserve, this planet. It's a game preserve. Why are we comparing ourselves to that animals? That I've seen. To I'm sorry? sorry, why are we comparing humanity to a game reservation? Because of the purpose of our existence. And what is that? Um, food. Food. We're food? To be food or yeah. to have to eat food? <laughs> okay, so that's why I, I really it would have helped you a little bit if I was able to finish a part of that. Um it well, we want you to fill in that now. Fill it now, keep in mind, I, I was trained. I was trained as a psychologist. I'm familiar with a lot of, of sleep paralysis, different types of psychosis. I've devoured the entire DSM four or five, all any type of document like that. Um, I understand these things. Um, that's none of that is what I experienced. How, how um, do you? So, what I is it that you think you did experience? A, uh, hold on. What I'm trying to figure out. Is, is you're talking about these experiences and you're talking about us being collected and you're talking about us being game. Um, but let's start, let's try to figure out what it is that you believe. When you say that you believe that we as humans all will be collected, what does that mean? I'd like who collected by who collected? How do we know that we will be collected? Have I been collected? And how will I know? You know, what do you mean by collected? Uh, you, 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 odds are that you won't know. Um, your grasp for control of everything is, is your biggest issue with the understanding of it. So grasp. we all get collected, right? We all at some point get I... touched. We get, we get tested just like uh, you would. I don't know if you, I can't, you're not familiar with game preserves and what we do with animals are dying the tusks on elephants. So poachers don't kill them. <laughs> we count them. We fly around in helicopters, right? I understand that people do that, but I don't know what that has to do with us. If why you're, it's a bit of a leap to say, oh, I had this experience. And that means that there's this, these beings that are collecting us and the earth is a game. That's a, it's a big leap. We just kind of want to know how you, how you made well, it. Well, they told me that. Who did? That's, that's, that, that's not necessarily the ones that uh, put me on that craft or wherever I was, the ones that showed me those images. Uh, oh, so that's what we want to talk about. We want to talk about who collected you and this craft. We want to talk about these experiences. We don't want to talk about why, you know, you think that we are like game. We we understand they told you stuff about, but we need to let's get to the root of why you believe that this uh, uh, that you were collected hallucination right, so or, or the ones that collected me look exactly like that. Okay. The what the what okay. that collected you? Um, you said you don't believe in aliens. As a human, just look at yourself in the mirror. They're human. So another human came and collected you. I'm just please. I'm going to interrupt now a few times here and there just to make sure that we're following you and that we're not just going in circles. So you're saying that another human collected you? A human-like creature, yeah. I a human-like creature. From Earth. But you don't See, believe. Don't you just said though that you don't believe in aliens at all. I'm sorry. You said at the beginning of this call that you don't believe in aliens. 
so what was it? No, no, I said it's not that I believe in aliens or anything like that. It, it, it's not about aliens, okay? This is about a uh, more advanced uh, race of uh, beings that oh, are very genetically similar to ours. Are are they so? Are they a different species? Are they the same species as us? Are they from Earth? Are they from another planet, uh, another dimension? Uh, I don't. I don't know where they're from. I just know their purpose. So let's call them aliens, and just for lack of a better word. To us, okay. I'm sorry. Can we call them aliens, just for lack of a better word? Because sure, I don't care what you call. Okay, them. Yeah, so you're collected by aliens. Yeah. So these aliens collected me. Correct. Okay. Yeah, see, when you say alien, people think green men, gray, big eyes, weird. Well, I don't know, know what else. When you say human-like creature, so, that doesn't really paint much of a different picture. You're talking about like beautiful people that they're that they're beautiful people that look they're humans that they're just like really perfect and, and whatnot. That that could define an alien. There's there's nothing to say aliens can't look exactly like us or, or mm -hmm. like perfect humans. So there's no we're not trying to dis disparage what you're saying by saying oh they're little green men. No, we just want to have a, a word to use for them to differentiate them from like you being kidnapped by a government agency or something and and sedated uh, or something along those lines. Well, so, I haven't even got I haven't even gotten to that part yet. And and just so you know, I know it sounds very far fetched and science fictional. Okay, but. After those days, and I just want to add this in there, after those days happened, things changed with me. My hands have built things that my body, that me as a person should not have the capacity to build. Okay. Okay. I have a world record for the world's fastest streetcar. I okay. was a joint on-site contractor for the arsenal and developed ordinance. Well, I'd really that. rather talk about why you're convinced that you were collected. I, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to know more about that, not what happened afterward. What 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 is this okay. collection? What happened? Where did you go? All right, so so I, I tried to give you my my testimony there to as as clear as I could. So I don't know where it took me. All I know is I was under its control. How okay, do you know? Aliens so, control. Oh, okay. So hold on. So you were collected. I'm just again going to repeat if, everything that you said to see and correct me if I'm wrong at some point. You were collected by something that you don't know what it was, just that it was not actually human. And it collected you and it took you somewhere, but you no, don't no, no. know it where. Have, it could have been a human. It could have been a human. So why are we not just, calling it a human? Just, um, because I've never seen a human do the things that it does. What, what does it, it do? But I've seen a human look like it. What does it do? So... Well, the, the absolute control it has over everything that's there. So like we as humans, if we need to capture something, we put it in a box, right? We put it in a cage. We tie it down. There was nothing holding me down except for myself. So yeah, you go ahead. Something so uh, out of my bedroom. I mean, I mean, that, 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 that can be induced. That can be induced by, uh, I mean, if some for another person to do it, it can be induced by by drugs, by sedatives. Um, people wake right, up and start, have, have memories of waking me up out of my room. Past, right, I understand that, but you would okay. still have had to get me out of my room, 5'10", 165, past my parents. But you don't know where you went. To induce. Where did right, I wasn't even in my room. I so laid where did... down in my bed. 
I woke up in my bed 24 hours and 30 minutes later. So what makes you think you left your my bed? My parents had looked for me. I'm sorry? What, what makes you think you left your bed? Because my parents, after I called them when I woke up, asked me where I was. I had 26 missed calls from my mother and my father. So it sounds they like this was... me up after I went to lay down in bed. They went to wake me up for dinner and I wasn't in there. They assumed I had gone out somewhere. That sounds like this they whole thing hinges on that factor. Uh, that really does seem like it hinges on uh, the fact that your parents couldn't find you and, uh, and you woke up in your room again. Uh, do you, so the, 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 to explore that a little bit, I know you said you were experienced with some, uh, some psychology stuff and whatnot. Uh, do, do, have you ever experienced uh, sleepwalking? Um, were you on any, you know? Okay. Okay. No, no so you said you started no off. Terrors, no sleep paralysis. So, so you started no drug, off this story. No okay, so you started off this story by, and the very first thing that you said, was that you were very, very tired. And then you started talking about this experience of being frozen and having tunnel vision and then having these visions and then you were not reachable. And then you, you woke up and you were still in your bed yet because you didn't answer your phone, you were under the impression that you somehow left your bed. Now, so what I'm saying is- no, no, all no, I, no, all, no, hold on, real quick, real quick. All I would like to do is to clarify. So with all, everything that you have described to me, this sounds like a sleep disorder. And I'm just curious. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that with everything that you have learned about sleep disorders, why are you so convinced that this is not that? Um, because there's not some place I would have hidden for 24 hours and 30 minutes. So could you, you have been there's dreaming? There's no sleep order that I'm aware of that keeps you asleep for over an hour or over a month or a day. That would be a serious problem. Nobody sleeps for over 24 hours. Okay. Are you familiar with uh, uh, with a uh, condition called a, a hypnopompic uh, hallucination? Are you familiar with that term? I, I'm sorry. What part of hallucination? Hypno uh, it's, it's called a, a hypnopompic hallucination. It happened basically a hallucination that you have while you're asleep that's really vivid and you know you think it really it you know it feels like it really happened. I, I just want to know if you're familiar with the term or not, or, or the phenomenon. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm 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 familiar with lucid dream. No, he didn't ask um, you if I'm you were familiar, familiar with, with he didn't ask you if you were familiar with lucid dreams. It was uh, this is a specific condition. Uh, it, so this this is the homework I'm going to give you on this uh, would be uh, looking to hypnopompic hallucinations. And see if that sounds like it might be something plausible. But uh, we really are interested in, in wanting to know how the military got involved in this. So if we could, as we got other calls waiting as well, but if we can get to that little window of this of this story, and then maybe we can pick it up next time, um, so we can get some other sure. calls. So, on. so I was at this at, at this time I was studying and working with um, also the arsenal, and I was trying to get a job there. Um, I had received, I had gotten a job there about a year and a half later as a joint on-site contractor, working out issues for Joint Lethality and Munitions Division. I had brought it up to my CO one day. I said, it is a crazy story because there was actually a memo that went around about phenomenon around the base. And I brought it up to my CO 
and I said, hey, this is what happened to me. Uh, several years, about a year and a half later, I was called in to uh, an Air Force base, Luke Air Force Base, where multiple people had flurries of questions for me. And then from there, I went to meet with a individual, which I have their badge and their information. They're still a liaison to me. I've been around two devices, which I would consider very similar to what pop culture calls a TR3B Astra. My wife saw it with me in our driveway at three o'clock in the morning. It clears a bell about 600 feet over my house. This is not an exaggeration. To be, this is 100% factual based on my account and also witnesses. This is not just some story. There's no reason for me to pound my chest and make myself look crazy on the radio. Okay. The point of what happened isn't what happened. The point of what happened is what was shown to me. And what was actually shown to me was deduced from the things that they showed to me. It was actually what they didn't, what they omitted in the thousands of images that they showed me. And it was all about time. Everything had to do with time. And what I was able to surmise after years of, of and, and, and listen, I'm a reasonably successful guy. People take me seriously. I do well. I have a nice home, wife, kids. I'm normal, all intents and purposes. Okay. They showed me that they can have whatever they want. The only problem is, is how long it takes to get there. They, whom took me, take us for something. They take something from us individually, and they use this to extend their own lives so they can reach those places where they have the resources they need. I believe the ones that took me are like the PETA on this intergalactic scale. And I believe they keep track, like we dye elephant tusks to discourage poachers. They do something and put markers on us to discourage from being taken from another source. Now, this is... Uh, if they been... have... Go, if they... go ahead. Oh, this is... We, we got to be wrapping up, but this has been uh, uh, quite an uh, interesting uh, story there. Uh, I do want to, again, uh, recommend looking up that... that uh, uh, hypnopompic uh, hallucinations, uh, seeing if that's something along the lines of what you might have experienced. Uh, but we do got to pop over to the next call, though. If there's a, did, was there anything you wanted to close with? Any any closing statement? No, no, that's good. If you guys have any more questions, feel free to ask me. I hope I didn't bug you guys out. But um, listen, no, I you... can only tell it to you. I can't make you. I can't make you understand it. Sure. Um, well, so uh, thank you, thank you for the time. I appreciate it. Well, we, we would appreciate, though, just if you would specifically look into that, because you say that you've learned a lot about psychology and a lot about these things that that you say have nothing to do with this. Well, after you've learned about hypnopompic uh, um, hallucinations, I'd like to know your thoughts on what you've yeah. experienced after you learned about it. I will gladly reach back out to you guys. Thank cool. you. Thank you. Hope you learned something. Okay. We all can. I learned something. <laughs> Me too. Every day. Uh, I think uh, it was an interesting call there. Um, I think we have, who do we have next? Chris? Is it, uh, I think I've talked to Chris before. Yes, this is the third time calling in. Oh, hey, awesome. Chris. 
at the live at your live stream, your uh, quality live stream. Okay, um, this is the French and Indian War, uh, Western Pennsylvania. At the time, in this mid 18th century, it was also known, interestingly, as South Quebec. Pittsburgh area was also South Quebec. Okay, a colonel, George Washington, supernaturally preserved in battle by a god in heaven to assure the establishment of the United States of America, and then uh, my editorializing, where we can live in liberty. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Virginia Royal at the time. Wait, wait, wait. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To, uh, General Braddock. I'm, I'm, I'm going to interrupt really quick. I just, I, I think that I'm lost and I'd like to not get more lost. Are you, <laughs> are you saying that, you know, the next, oh, the hold, next on, hold on, hold on. Are you, say he was, an Indian shot at him 11 times and he didn't go down. I'll, I'll well, well we, what we'd really like to do is take one claim that you have, one supernatural claim of any kind. And let's talk about that one thing, because it, it's way too much to tackle a bunch of different things at one time. Um, this so, was a this was a preamble uh, to well, the one one battle, one event, one Indian, one Colonel Washington. I so, don't. All right, a young. Well, a young Virginia Royal at the time, he was aide he was aide de camp to General Braddock, meaning this is George Washington fighting with New England against the French. Okay, at the British defeat of the battle, are, are of we the taking Nantahala, a history lesson? On the rivers in Pittsburgh. I'm just confused what we're getting at. Okay. What are we? What are you explaining? So, so Chris, let's uh, let's uh, I'm, I'm reading it quickly, just as a preamble. Then, well, then, uh, and then what I'm saying, the supernatural claim is how Indian Chief Red Hawk claimed to have shot at Colonel Washington 11 times, flintlock musket, as I say, rifle, not a musket. So I'm speaking of balance here. It's a musket. Rifles are more, are more uh, We don't need to but did not succeed in good. killing him. Uh, so and then I have my source. My source is both both these individuals occur in a database, the National Archives. Well, no, no, no. We don't need to get into uh, this. George first. Washington. What? What? What George is your Washington claim? George Washington writes to his brother Chris, of the event. Chris, what is your Indian claim? Himself. Chris, Chris, we don't need a preamble or sources yet. First, first, we'd like to start with what is your claim? Well, I. I did say maybe too quickly because I was saying it as an introduction okay. that he was supernaturally preserved in battle at Colonel Washington. So you, so your claim is that you're convinced that General I that. Washington I, I, maybe I said was too preserved quick. I said in too battle quick at, the, at the beginning. Yeah, I said it too quick at the beginning. Maybe yeah, a, a Colonel George Washington supernaturally preserved in battle. Okay, what does that mean? Supernaturally preserved. Uh, God. I said, uh, I said a God. God what? Uh, a God in heaven. Yeah, preserved. What, what about it? What, what does supernaturally preserved mean? That done by a God. What, a, is, a what God is done by a God, though? What is it? Is what she's wanting to know. What is supernaturally preserved? Not how is, how is something supernaturally preserved, but what is it? 
Like if I was to reserve okay, uh, some pickles, I, I would put them in a jar with vinegar. What is supernatural preservation? Yeah, I know that I know maybe a maybe a cousin work that would be he persevered in battle, but that would be his own initiative. I use the word preserved. But, you know, if, if you do a Google search preserved in battle, you, you get you get God helping someone in battle. And it's three hundred thousand. Uh, so it is. Uh, so your claim on is only that you believe that God was with him when he fought battle. Yeah. Wh why? Yeah. And I, and I said and I said, too, that um, the reason the re why the reason why is to create a eventually uh, the Declaration of Independence, United States of America. So, so why? So you're convinced because good things happened to George Washington that George Washington had God with him, correct? Like he was, like he was a, a, God was protecting him, like shielding him from bullets and and making sure that he went on to fulfill yeah, his destiny. Yeah, I, I'm, okay. gonna, I'm not going to read uh, his well, letter to his brother. Well, but, 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 but no, no, said, I'm just going to say real quick, before you go into details about that, I, I before we talk about anything that a god does or achieves, we will have to establish what a god is first. Is that all right with you? Yes. Does a god exist? I, no, no, no. no, no, no. What I, did write a, I did write. No, no, no. Hold I did on. I didn't ask if god exists. I did write a Google right. document about how. Before oh, yeah, we move on, I'd really like for you to define what God is for me. Well, he is the uncaused first cause. Um, the uncaused he, uh, he, first he, cause. Yeah, meaning, meaning, meaning he's separate from time and space. So how can you be a first cause um, and yet I, I, not actually, the cause? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually, love, love, me love, being love, a, me, love, Me being an old, love, me being an older love, creationist. Chris, I believe Chris, in a big bang. Chris, Chris, let her talk. She's Chris. trying to, she's trying to explain something to you so that you understand. Uh, so it's very, very important that as you make statements, that we be able to, to, to at least zone in on them and try to figure out what you're saying because it, clarification in these conversations is crucial. If we don't understand what you're saying, then we may put our own assumptions behind what you're saying. And that's definitely not what we want to do. So you're going to have to at least allow yourself to slow down a little bit so we can try to follow along. So when you say that God is an uncaused first cause, you've already lost me. So anything you say after that, I'm not listening because I'm, I'm, I'm so caught up on what you first said. I don't understand how something can be a first cause. And, and not be caused. And not be caused. Uh, yeah, I, I know that's sort of like, you know, who, who created God? Yeah, I no, that's not what I said, it's, though. It's a trope. I'm saying, why, why do you think that's a thing? Okay, yeah, my, my second telephone call in the live that's stream not, program. I really don't know why you're changing about, the subject. Just, I, okay. I really like to know why you think that's a thing. Yes, uh, when we were talking over each other, I, I was going into that. Uh, I believe in the Big Bang. At the Big Bang, um, it, 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 you know, their time is zero because 
because um, we're not okay. talking about the Big Bang. Because all the, uh, ma- all, the mass, not- all the mass, all the mass of universe Chris. is together in one point. Chris. Is what at one point that Chris. means zero time, and the energy you needed for that, I say, Chris. is a god. The energy Chris. needed for the Big Bang is god. Okay, uh, when we spoke last time, it was with it was me with me and Leonard, Leonard, uh, me and Kenneth Leonard. Uh, <laughs> Which was a good show, by the way. If you hadn't watched this, it's on my backlog. <laughs> anyway, uh, we I and you were giving this. Oh, thing. you know what? I'm confusing. Well, well, I, I, you know, well, I'm confusing. I didn't. I didn't cover this with you. I covered well, it with uh, the the uh, atheist, the, whatever it's called, heathen. Yeah, talk heathen. Like that. Yeah, we called and talked to Eric and B. Yeah, uh, we we, we Eric, I, yeah, we, Eric. Yeah, we both we both saw that. Um, but when we talked last. You were giving the same sort of uh, information, and and it was with me and and uh, and Kenneth, and and we both agreed that uh, that maybe you needed to uh, hone in on explaining what you meant by that. Well, the same thing that Jenna is is asking you now. Did you ever did you ever learn or get get a clearer uh, description of what you're trying to say to us there? Uh, was it, you you got into the equations about e equals mc squared? Now you're talking about zero time, like you were. Did you ever put that in a in a in a uh, syllogism that we can understand? Can you can you put that in a syllogism yeah, that, yeah. that we could understand? Okay. Please. Yeah. Think think of gravity. And they say gravity is just a ripple in time. It's not a it's not a force. Not a force. Okay. You're standing in the on Earth in the middle of a field, and uh, and you walk over to a boulder though near a foothill of a mountain. Uh, gravity, the gravity is a little bit more, just a bit more there at the, at the boulder. Time slows down too uh, at, the more gra- at more gravity at the boulder. Okay, at the Big Bang, you had this um, unimaginably sized all the universe down to a point. This doesn't sound like a solution. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, this is yeah. more of an analogy. Um, that 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 means zero time, uh, and uh, and uh, the mat the M is the M is there, uh, zero time and, uh, and the speed of light is there C, but but the energy is God E equals M C squared. Actually, and, so God is energy. Is that we, what you're saying? Actually, actually, you know it's it's not well known, but Einstein also wrote. M. Is is that what you're saying? He wrote an M equals. Yeah, the God the the God put energy into the big so so God can't put energy into a universe if he is energy. Well, I I, I'll I'll just say fair. I'm not really clear on what you said, but I'll just say fair. (laughs) I'm not certain what you're saying. So, what is God? What do you, what is this that you're calling God? Is is essentially where it comes down to? Because all this everything seems to to pull back to that. To the you're making this claim that this, there's this God that has all these causes and all these effects that that you know he's putting energy into the universe. He's preserving yeah. George Washington. Um, what what is he or it? Yeah, um, it he not well. It would be. Uh, a spirit form, yes. A spirit in fact, form. In fact, you, 
in fact, in fact, in fact, you you hear um, the Trinity. Okay. You hear Holy Spirit. So yeah, he too is the God Father is also Spirit. But but the, so, the so I still Spirit don't know what a God is. With is. Us, with, with, okay. So, I said, I, he says I said that he is a is a spirit form. So he's a spirit. So God is no, when, when, when when he when he makes us in our own image, that doesn't mean uh, he's corporeal. It just means maybe uh, you know. No, no, we don't need to talk about the descriptions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're saying that he is yes. a spirit. Yes or no? Yes. Does this spirit interact with the natural world well, at all? For lack of a better term, he's he's a spirit. Yeah. Okay. Right. So what does? Does this spirit interact with us directly? Anybody other than General Washington? Who's to say? Um, that's a, that's my question. I, yeah, yeah. I, I I I think at times, but but overarching is free will. So how do we know if if he does? If if he were to interact with something. How would I know? Um, why does he? I'm not someone who watches uh, Touched by an Angel. Uh, it's kind of to me. You don't have to. We don't have to. Prefer if you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah but, that sounds pretty Hollywood. But, not, but not, I'm getting. I'm getting more into. I, I don't want to know what Hollywood thinks. I want to know what you think. How would I know if that spirit interacted with this planet? How could I verify that? Okay. Yes. The, I did there not ask is, you a yes or no question. There, there, yes. I did not ask you a yes or no question. I don't know what you're saying yes to. Okay. I'm not going to say yes, but I'm going to say I'm going to say there is a foundation in Hawaii. Now you're really you're not answering my uh, question. I I I Ivy Olson, Ivy Olson, Ivy Olson, and and her her sons. Again, it would be unbiased. Are you are you you trying to answer my question at least? Wouldn't be wouldn't be unbiased. Is that what you're trying to do? By speaking about this. Are you okay. are you trying to answer the question? Yes, they met an angel on Thanksgiving Day, and this, in the form of an older lady. Uh, in the- I don't think you're answering the question. Uh, I, I I just got you on mute for a second here. So what we need, um, and I don't mean to mute. We we hardly ever mute on this channel, but it, we're going down a, a, an angel route now that I don't know if. Uh, if that really is prog- progressing the conversation that we're trying to have here with you about your initial claim about God. So uh, we got to the, let's go back to the point where you were saying uh, that God is like a spirit and we will uh, move from there and kind of explain why you feel that way and, and what, what kind of influence this, this is, how we can verify what kind of influence that has on the world that we know. Okay. I'm gonna take you off mute now, and we're gonna we're gonna go that direction. Yeah. You okay. Hello. Yes? Oh, there was a beep. All right. 
yeah i I just i just wanted to mute you for a minute so we could redirect back to back to god back to the god claim or the the, the god spirit well to be fair jenna jenna and i were in a sub thread okay i don't hope it was okay but yeah um so all right so the question was (laughs) so the question was if this spirit were to interact with anybody on this planet how could we, how could I or Brainbug here verify that? Okay, we'll go, we'll go back to the battle story. No, please, now, please, please answer the question. What's, what's the levity? So the uh, question, okay. I'm going to ask you one last time, and then I'm going to ask that I, we I, go I, on I to our other caller. I don't, I don't get so the Brian, question, one last time, Brian, uh, is uh-huh. if there is a spirit that we are going to call God and it were to interact with our planet at all. How could either one of us verify that? How can we make sure that that is a spirit interacting rather than something that is natural? Okay. Hi, Jenna. Yeah. Let's go on with the fact that, um, that, um, uh, it would be, uh, it would be uh, mathematically impossible that um, that this that this close range, closer range uh, rifles, even muskets, or I don't are, think he's relatively okay. Accurate. That doesn't uh, and, okay. So. And here, 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 here is the answer. Here's the answer that you wanted. Please. It's well. This is back uh, to George Washington. Then we need two, to establish it to God. There's, that they, two written source, there's two written sources. I don't. Uh, no, I don't want to hear sources about George that, Washington. I would like to that, know if this. That, sorry, that Washington. I, I really that Washington had bullets all down his coat right, Chris, just outside. No, Chris. Uh, we're we're gonna, it's gonna have to go on to the next caller. I, I we're getting kind of on a tangent. I we get that you want to talk about the George Washington thing, but. We need to establish if you're going to call it, say that God was interfering. We need to establish that first. Um, We'd like to understand. We re- we're trying really hard to understand, but we we just have to start from square one. We can't start talking about the icing on the cake if we can't verify that there's even a cake. Right. Yeah. So. Um, I think our next caller was with Joseph. Is it Joseph? Joseph, are you on there? Yeah. Hey Joseph, uh, I am. Hi. And uh, I understand Hello. that you want to talk about some teleportation. Is that right? Man, I hope that's real. <laughs> uh, what I believe could only be explained as a teleportation. Yes. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Uh, probably, I think it was uh, 1982. My brother and I. We went up into the woods to this old pig farm that was transformed into a, uh, like a veg, uh, field for vegetables, growing vegetables. And we went up there late at night um, to steal some tomatoes. And uh, a lot of crazy things happened on our way there. It was just, just nuts. Um, we got to the back of the field and we got close. We actually got closer to this road. Now, this happened in um, um, Melrose, Massachusetts, um, near this place called Mount Hood. And um, 
all of a sudden we were crouched down in the field and we could hear voices. This was late at night. We could hear voices coming from the the dirt road, Collins Abbott was called. But we couldn't see them. There was a fence, like an old one of those old pig fences. And uh and it was it was overgrown with bushes by that time, shrubs and things. But we could hear voices and they sounded completely normal. Um, like like normal human voices. We could hear them. They were talking in low tones, but we couldn't understand what they were saying, which kind of puzzled us. Uh, after a while, they went silent. And within a few moments, a we saw a light through the trees, through the, through the bushes. And uh, I assumed that they got in a car and turned on their headlights. And then, like almost immediately, the light shot up into the sky as far as we could see, like like a blue beam, a very intense blue beam, and just disappeared into the sky. We could not see anything in the sky. Um, I, I was like, I felt like I had gotten some sort of mild shock or something like that, because uh, we were pretty close. I don't know if like... Um, like, well, can I clarify? Yeah, like when you say beam, do you mean like a like a light beam, like a like a headlight, or like a lightning bolt, or or what are we talking about? Blue beam. The, the sky was clear. And, it's like a uh, like a laser light beam. That shot straight beam? up into the sky. I'm sorry. Like a laser light beam, or what was the beam? Yeah, but very very wide, extremely wide, okay. almost like like a spotlight. But this was up in the middle okay. of the woods. But it was sure. very bright, very wide, and just vanished as quickly as it shot up into the sky. It was gone and there was nothing up there. There was nothing, no visible craft, nothing. It just went up into the sky. How many people did you say saw this? Me and my brother. You, so you and your brother and you, you verified with your brother that he saw the same thing that you did. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I felt like I had been shot. He was, he was standing right behind me and he said he got this really strong metallic taste in his mouth. And we both actually fell back. But the people are being humans, humanoids. I don't know what they were. I'm wide open to what it could have possibly been, but they were gone. Hmm. And this was in, uh, you said like, like you were going up to pick tomatoes. So you're talking about like late summer? It was, uh, yeah, it must have been, you know, it was around the time that the tomatoes were just starting to ripen. Okay. Uh, and that was up here, New England. And what is it that you said disappeared? Yeah, just the, the light just shot up into the sky and just disappeared into the night sky. Well, but you, no. Oh, so it was just the light showed and then the light disappeared? Or did the light take something with it? It was like the light, like the, the people all of a sudden became illuminated. And then the illumination just shot straight up into the sky. Do you do you think it could have been? Uh, I, I'm not trying to discredit anything you or anything, but do you think it could have been hunters no, uh, with spotlight out spotlighting at night? Um, no, just, there is no like there was no electricity up there. No, Nothing. well, hunters could, will carry the big spotlights. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just uh, talking about because hunters will carry the big spotlights or bring the big spotlights with them. Uh, when they go out hunting, it's a, it's illegal. At least I, I don't know about Massachusetts it's illegal here, but, uh, yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't illegal in, in this area. 
Melrose, Massachusetts is actually pretty close to Boston. Probably 20 minutes from Boston. Um, yeah. Have you considered um, heat lightning? No, it wasn't heat lightning. How do you it know nothing, it wasn't heat lightning? Nothing I can describe. I mean, but how do you know that it, it wasn't, wasn't heat lightning? It, I, I know it wasn't. It wasn't heat lightning. It wasn't anything. Right. So I mean, how do you how was, do you know that it wasn't heat lightning? It was right. Right. It was very close to us. So you saw the light close to so, you. No. How do you know all. that the source wasn't from the sky that sh that shined light down? I've seen heat lightning before, and it no, looked it, like it, a flash. It came from the ground. Yeah, it came from the ground and went up. It came from the ground and went because up because they illuminated first. They illuminated first uh, the area that the light came from where they were standing. That's where, me, where the light came from first, and then it shot up into the sky. Let me let me recap and make sure I understand what's going on. Okay, so you guys, uh, you and your brother, are walking uh, up up the, the mountainside, and you hear voices. It's not uh, really a mountain. They call it Mount Hood. Mount Hood, yeah. It's okay. more, more just a, a hill. It's got a tower on the top of the, okay. uh, the hill. So you're walking up the hill. You're walking up the hill, and you hear voices. Um, is this a wooded area? Yeah. Okay. So you're wooded. walking through the woods. Up, go, go walking up the hill through the woods. Uh, and you hear some voices of some yeah. people. Uh, but you think it's people yeah. you don't know. We can't make up what they're saying. And then there's a a flash of light. It illuminates the people, the the shapes of the people. And then, and so then people it, were gone, right? And they're just yeah, they just were gone. The people just were disappeared. Okay. How much of the people could you see before they disappeared? How like could you see hair color? Really could dark. you see clothing? Were they just silhouettes? No. No, it was very dark, and even when the um, when the light appeared to possibly engulf them, we still couldn't make them out through the bushes. So, is it possible that it could have been? Something that wasn't people, like trees or a yeah, bush. No, well, I mean, they, they were talking. We could hear them talking. What did you hear them say? We couldn't tell what they were saying because we couldn't understand what they were saying, which was crazy. Because it sounded they, they're like their the tone of their voices sounded perfectly normal. What language um, were they speaking? It, it didn't. No kind of accent. It, it didn't sound like like a like a different language it just was indecipherable it it was an indecipherable english maybe how I'm far away were you would like, you say honestly how, how far from the figures were you i'm sorry you said you were pretty close to the light how far were you from the people well, it was the same. They were the same exact spot that they were in. I mean, it was probably about a hundred feet. A hundred feet. And, and the light was was in between. Was the light in between you and the people, or did it come up behind the people? Did it come from where the people were standing? Where the people were speaking. Absolutely, yeah. where the people were speaking. And yeah, and but you don't think it was that somebody there had a uh, a spotlight or a handheld no, uh, power light. The entire road, Collins Ave, like by that time, was like all, there were houses along, but they were all abandoned, and so all the electricity was. I'm off I'm curious, what's got you convinced that this was teleportation? 
why you think I, that there I'm is not, that not, sorry let I'm me clarify my question i just like to know it. why you think that that is more likely than something like a shadow of a bush that might have seemed human or sounds of uh leaves in the wind that sound like whispers which i've heard no, no, i've no, heard no, before no, things things no, like no, that no, things like that that might have been confusing sure. I'm just curious why you're convinced it's teleportation and not something that's to me more likely. Possible. I've always said it was a possible teleportation. I can't, I can't rationalize it. Um, honestly, um, it was so long ago, what, 1982. So, mm. uh, what, I mean, I was about 26 years old at the time. So what did you, it was, it, did you did you go back? The, did you go back to the area after that? What? Not at night. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, that makes sense. But uh, uh, did you? Uh, I mean, because this seems like it would have been uh, something that uh, that you'd want to follow up on if you were thinking something uh, supernatural happened or something unnatural happened. Um, in situations like this, was there anything, anything notable about the area when you returned in the daylight? Um, yeah, not really. Um, okay. The tomatoes so, were very ripe <laughs> by the time yeah. we went back. Um, but there was, there was nothing, no sign. Um, so you said you, you're not convinced necessarily that it was teleportation, right? I'm willing to. I'm. I'm totally open-minded as far as any any possible explanation to this. But like, like even back then, we didn't. I didn't even consider it to be a teleportation. I didn't even know about such things. I didn't even think about such things. But it's like, so what did you think back then? It's the only thing that makes sense. So back then, you just left it at I don't know what happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the way we were both. We both took it. And we're both, both of us, are willing to take. Yeah. How how old were you when you, when this happened? You said you were a, a kid. How about how old? I was, I was about no, I was about twenty six. Oh, you were Your an adult. Was about okay. 17. Um, you said nineteen nineteen eighty two, huh? Okay. So yeah. Yeah. So the, so that's the thing is is when you already have a memory that you don't know what happened, and then right. twenty. 30 years pass and you, your, your, your brain can remember even less of what happened because it couldn't remember what happened in the first place. So your brain's very likely to make up some stuff and misinterpret memories and things. And so I'm curious um, if my long-term memory was far better than my short-term memory. Well, and she's, and she's not insulting your memory. Either way. Not at all. The way you're, the way your memory works is not actually a uh, it's not actually you re recording the the incidences that happened every time you think of something uh, you 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 recreate it in your head it, it's completely completely whole cloth made in your mind it's not a, it's not a photo or a video of what did happen it's a recreation and even from there each time you recreate it you're only recreating it from mm -hmm. the last recreation. So it's even less accurate than your actual experience of it the first time. It's what you remembered about what you remembered about what you remembered about what you remembered after bringing it up three or four times. I got to, does your brother remember this? And what, and. Absolutely. If, if, he, and I wish I could like 
have you folks talk to him separately. We'd love because to. He would tell you the exact same story. I don't know that he would. I'm. I would be amazed if he would say the exact same story. I would. I. I believe oh. that that may happen, but I'm just saying I would be amazed. I'd love to have that conversation with the both of you. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, actually, I, I would prefer it. He lives. He lives in another town from me. Sure. I don't even uh, actually have. Oh well, yeah, we, uh, we don't I expect can, you to, to get it set up tonight, but. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't be able to get in touch with him tonight, but um, you guys could actually like contact him separately and talk to him and have him tell you what he recalls about the the incident. I'm not sure it would be appropriate for us to randomly call your brother and ask him to describe some weird thing that he witnessed a while back. You've got a point there. (laughs) But but you've given us something to think about at least, you know, like I I don't know if if you have um a line of questioning for him, but, but it sounds to me like we, we just don't know what happened at this point. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't sound like we're going to get yeah. more details as time goes on. You know, I, I do mean? like that. You're being open to different suggestions and hearing what yes. we have to say about it. Um, and, and how sure. funny the memory is. Uh, and, and again, yeah. we're not trying to disparage you. Every, not at all. Uh, the, we're, we're both the same way. We have memories that are totally uh, BS in our heads that we are convinced mm-hmm. are real. I promise. <laughs> Yeah, I actually have a memory of being a kid and waking up in the middle of the night and I was convinced that I saw a ghost and I could tell you what she was wearing. I could tell you exactly what she looked like even today, but I'm pretty sure I had a dream. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, if you want to talk to your brother and see if he'd be interested in, in, uh, in, in, Contact us. Don't, don't prime him. Don't don't tell him <laughs> your your version of it first. Don't don't tell him because <laughs> you can prime some. You can prime your your, your brain to uh, to remember things a certain way too. If uh, right. by listening to somebody else's mm-hmm. rendition of it, that's why you know when they interview witnesses about a crime or something, they like to separate them. Yeah. Uh, well, that's anyway, why, that's why I say like we would be willing to take polygraph tests. That's how certain we no, are. And we believe that like, you believe it absolutely. Not what it was. Not what it was, but what we saw. Right. What happened. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I hope that next time we talk, we can piece a little bit more together. But what do you think, Brainbug? Yeah. That yeah. Was that was- uh, believe me, there's, I mean, there, I've had a lot of other experiences through my life. Uh, as I had said to Ethan in, in messaging him, uh, um, like this was the only topic I really wanted to touch on tonight. But yeah. I mean, we've had close encounters. That my brother and I had a close encounter together, and this was probably ten years ago. That was extraordinary, absolutely extraordinary. Awesome. Well, yeah, uh, definitely. I don't know why something else like to that dive into when we're together. Can can you can you like like uh, think of something that would make that possible? I. I have a uh, twin brother until recently uh, we were, we would do like uh, like ghost hunting stuff together and whatnot until just in the last 10 years or so. And uh, when we would get together, we'd uh, I, 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 we'd feed into each other's uh, notion that these experiences were happening. Uh, we would, you know, Oh, did you hear that? Oh, it must've been this. And we'd, we'd feed into this notion. I'm not saying this would happen with your brother, but I'm just saying that it can happen. Yeah. And that's not just brothers, any, any two people or any group of people. That's why 
when you get these people like on these uh, ghost hunting tours and stuff, they, they get themselves psyched up to have these experiences. So everything that they, you know, every change in temperature, every, every little sound uh, yeah. is that is primed in their brain to be a supernatural experience. Um, I don't know about that ghost hunting stuff. That stuff freaks <laughs> me out. <laughs> well, thanks for, so much for calling in. That was fun. Yeah, Joseph, it was good talking to um, you. Yeah, it was great talking to you. I'm sorry, um, Miss, what your name was? Jenna. I yeah. I'm sorry. I'm Jenna. Can you say that again? Jenna. Mm -hmm. And are you Ethan? No, I'm I'm Brian. Uh, Ethan oh, is uh, Ethan. Ethan is uh, producing things behind the scenes today. I think he can hear you though. Um, well, so I appreciate were... Ethan's uh, contacting me and uh, taking interest in me, wanting to talk to you folks. I really appreciate it. There yeah. he is. I'm right here. So thank you for calling, <laughs> Joseph. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Ethan, for inviting me. Appreciate it. And, I uh, hope you have hey, a good like Thanksgiving. Said, my mind is wide open. I don't want. Uh, I mean, like, I don't discount anything but it was it was extraordinary awesome thanks again for calling in joseph i hope you have a good day yeah uh, you too have a good thanksgiving you too thank you. you too you too dude you guys rock that was fun <laughs> i'm glad you had fun oh, um, chris got a little frustrating there but uh he it, we, we, he's a work in progress we get a, a couple of steps forward each time he calls but it gets <laughs> well, I'm glad he's still calling back, you know, because it sounds like you kind of have to take that in pieces, mm -hmm. which is fine. It's pretty, I'd say that's that's normal. It's fine. No, you can't take George Washington in pieces because he's protected by God. Yeah, yeah I got to talk about what that God thing is first. <laughs> talked to Chris uh, a, a few occasions through like private message, and I've tried to encourage him to focus a bit more and kind of get to the point. Um, cause when he first started calling, he would just start reading off this gigantic script. He was mm. reading tonight, reading off a story and I'm like, you know, Hey, we, we got to try and get to the, the specific claim so we can address that. Accordingly. Yeah. I'm glad uh, we could do that. Yeah. Hey, well, thank you both for doing this. Yay, uh, thanks for asking. Next yeah. week I will be co-hosting with Dave Warnock, which is uh, pretty damn exciting. Yeah. Uh, Jenna, what do you got going on this week? Um, I'm actually meditating every morning at 10 a.m. live on Twitch for 10 minutes. So be there too. <laughs> I was there coming. Morning and it was helpful. I was like, because I, I was actually a little stressed. Today's been a stressful day. So oh. I, right when I heard that music, I was like, oh, that's calming. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then I'm also doing carrot noises. I'm, a, I'm starting that again. Um, so that'll be 3.30 on Friday for two hours. And then actually on Sunday, I will be on AXP with Anthony Magnabosco. Anthony Magnabosco, yes. And that'll, of course, be after the Ethan and Jenna show. Of course. We still got to figure out our topic, but we'll, we'll talk soon. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> uh, Ryan, how about yourself? Uh, well, this, uh, this Saturday, we are revisiting uh, uh, Creationist Memes. Uh, it's going to be a show that we did dedicated to uh, to Dan Letha. Um, actually, uh, it's going to be a re rewatching it, but it was uh, it was a good time. Me with uh, it was me and Erica. Uh, we got Sid Gibbon, uh, Dapper Dino, 
uh, TD Lane and uh, just a walking fish along with Speed of Sound Gravity. Just looking over some uh, some of these uh, these creationist cartoons and uh, and kind of having a, having a go at them. Fun time. Cool. Um, I have got the Ethan and Jenna show, obviously, this Sunday, which is every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, next Tuesday, as I said, I'll be co-hosting The Perspective again, but with uh, Dave Warnock. And then next Thursday is The Pickup Line, which is at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, we have a dating coach coming on, and we'll be giving uh, relationship tips, uh, among many other things. Oh, sorry. No, no, wait, wait, wait. That's the following week. N next Thursday is Dr. Daryl Ray. And we will be talking about normalizing sex. The following Thursday is the dating coach. Two to look forward to already. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm trying to put them as far out as possible. So I'm not stressing, freaking out, looking for a host last minute. That's good. Well, uh, I do want to real quickly thank my patrons. I always forget to have this damn sheet up. Cindy Plaza, Kenneth Leonard, Kathy Leto, Ian Davenport, best name ever of the Blazing Wizard Pope. Uh, yeah. Appreciate it. And if you like what I do and would consider becoming a patron, you can for as little as $1 a month by clicking the link in the description. Uh, Brian, Jenna, audience, I hope everyone has a safe and happy Thanksgiving. And I hope uh, you get to enjoy it with your family, friends, and the people important to you. You too, Ethan. Thank you. Yes, thank you. You too. Good night, everyone. And thanks, Brian. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, had a good time.